Hey everybody, this is Hunter Howard. I'm the lead pastor of Encounter Church. Here at Encounter Church, our vision is helping people encounter God. And that's what I pray and hope for you today, that you will encounter God through this message. Enjoy. Good morning. Buenos dias. Greetings to those uh, on our live stream and podcast family. Wish you were here with us. I want to give a special greeting, shout out. Uh, Today we have two couples with us today. We actually just met them. But uh, these, uh, if you guys that came here from Las Cruces, would you just stand and wave to everyone? They hail from Heart for the World in Las Cruces, right? Uh, Those of you that don't know, Heart for the World is the church that sent us here to plant Encounter Church. And uh, these Two couples have come to help out with the tornado recovery down in Griffin. If you didn't know, there was an EF3 tornado that went through Griffin the other day. And they've come to help uh, with the cleanup with that. So thank you for helping Griffin. And thank you for being with us today. Let's give them another big hand for being with us today. What a privilege to share God's word with you. I, as usual, would like to invite you to follow along the outline of the message through the Bible app. Just find Encounter Church on the Bible app and you'll follow along. The outline, if you prefer a printed outline, well, you could just grab one there from the box in the back. Hey, did anybody ever go to high school? Or even middle school? Did you ever have to write a book report? Who ever had to write a book report? Did anyone ever cheat by reading just the cliff notes? I'm glad for your honesty. You said that was cheating? Yes, that was cheating. (laughs) Slightly. How about this one? Did anybody ever just read the first chapter and the last chapter of the book and then just do your best? Yeah? Write the book report. Yeah, (laughs) you're in high school. Don't do that. All right. Okay. Well, they say, they say, this was a, a trick, right? But that if you just read the first chapter and the last chapter of a book, you'll kind of get the main point. Yeah? Had you ever heard of that? Okay, those that are still in school do not get that idea. Read the whole book. But in reality, with the Bible, it, it, that, that, that would be true. If you just read the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation, you'd get the main point of what it's all about. Really, you would. But you'd miss out on so much good, important stuff, right? And that is why um, we read through the whole Bible every year. In fact, this year, uh, we, we invite you, if you'd like to read with us through the Bible, we're reading the Life Journal. You can find that in the Bible app. And, and in fact, in our outline, there's a, a link there, I think, uh, for the Life Journal. If you want to join with us and read, we're reading the Life Journal. And every year we read through the Bible, we kind of focus our teaching and preaching on one kind of overarching theme. So those of, of you that have been around for a while, can you remember the first time we did a year-long theme? When was it? We announced it. We made a big deal about it. And then we had to shut down for a few weeks and do online only. Back in 2020, does anybody remember? Solid. Aren't you glad we did solid in 2020? Right? Practicing God's word makes me strong. Wow. Some of you remember. Very good. Then in 2021, we did multiply. And the word of the Lord spread and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly and then if you've been here just a little bit you know that in 2022 we our theme was every word right we read through the word of God together 
last year. Well, this year, 2023, we're going to be giving our hearts and our focus to the theme. Come on, tell your neighbor, this is the theme. Like if there were one theme in the Bible, this is it. This is the theme, okay? Every single bit of wisdom, knowledge, truth, and all of God's principles can be found inside this one thing. Today we shift our attention to Christology. Some like to say Christology because it says Christ. The proper pronunciation is Christology, but I, don't, I won't get mad if you say Christology. Come on, say Christology. Christology. What, it, what, what is it? What is Christology? Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, for that, let's go to Colossians chapter 2. Verses 2 and 3 say this. And you know, the way we roll here, when I pause, you say it loud. Ready? I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. What is God's mysterious plan? Christ himself is the plan. In him, in whom? Christ, right? Lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Where is it? In him, in Christ. Everything we could ever know and ever need to know about God. And for that matter, everything we need to know about everything can be found and should be found where? In him. In Christ. It's all found, but the word says there that it's hidden in him. All wisdom and all knowledge are hidden in him. When something is hidden, what do you have to do? You have to search, right? You have to search and find it. And this year, that's what we want to do. We want to search and find Christ. You say, well, I already know Christ. This year, you're going to know him. You're going to learn him. And we're going to be on this journey together called Christology. Because we have to understand, this is so, so important. If there's one thing today that you get out of everything that I'm going to teach you, it is this. Everything we'll ever need is found in our relationship with Christ. You must be in Christ. We must be in relationship and get this. This is so important. We must stay in relationship with Christ if we want to truly know God and walk with God because all wisdom and all knowledge are found hidden where? In Christ. That's right. Come on, tell your neighbor, it's time to take a dive. <laughs> it's time to take a dive. And we're going to take this dive together this year. This dive into Christ. A dive together into Christology. So what is Christology? What is it? Hold on. 
Let's go to Genesis 1 and then John 1. Okay, let's start with Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. The spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Then God Some of you were with us. <laughs> then God said, spoke. Literally, the, the feeling or the meaning behind this word in the original language is that he willed it. Okay, he willed it, so he said it. God said, let there be light, and there was light. Now, let me tell you again. In the original language, it would better be said like this. God said, or God willed, so he spoke, light be, and light was. Come on, say, light be, and light was. Now let's go to John chapter 1. In the beginning, sound familiar? In the beginning was the word, or the word already existed. Again, original language, best way to say it is just this. In the beginning was the word. The word just was. Okay? Was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. He existed with, in the beginning with God. God created everything through him. Through whom? Oh, y'all are jumping ahead. We just read it. Through whom? The word, right? Through the word. And who was the word? God, right? It says, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And through him, all things were created, right? Nothing was created except through him. And then it says, the word gave the word gave what? Life. life to everything that was created. And his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. If we continue reading down in verse 14, so it says here, so the word became human or put on humanity. Like clothes, okay? The word, the word that was with God, the word that was God, the word that is God himself put on humanity like clothes. Took on flesh, it says in other translations. The word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the, one, uh, the Father's one and only Son. Does anybody know who this is talking about? Jesus. Come on, this is Jesus. Jesus Christ is the ever-living Word of God, and he is God. Let me say that again. Jesus Christ is the ever-living, eternal Right? He's always been. He ever will be. He's the ever-living Word of God, and He is God. And Jesus came. That's why we call Him the Son of God. 
He's always been the word of God and he'll always be the word of God. But when he came, he was born as the son of God, right? So the word came and we beheld him as the son of God. And when Jesus came, he came to bring two things. When the word of God put on humanity and came and made his home among us, he came to bring us two things. We just read it and they both start with L. Does anybody know what they are? Light and life, right? The word of God, Jesus Christ, brings light. And the word of God, Jesus, brings life. Let's go with the first one. The word. And who's the word? Jesus brings what? Light. I don't know if you've noticed, but in order to see, we need light. You ever tried to see in the dark? Have you ever been somewhere that's pitch black and tried to see something? Attempted to? How'd that go? It doesn't work. In fact, the way God created our eyes to work in order to have, to be able to discern anything with our vision, in order to see, we must have light. Your, our eyes don't work without light. And this is so, so important. We have to understand that seeing is a matter of light. Just let that hit you for a second. Seeing is a matter of light. You can have everything right with your eyes. Your optic nerve, your pupils, your cornea, your retina, your lenses, everything can be just perfect. But to actually see is a matter of light. We have to have light in order to see. And we must understand that only through Jesus Christ, the word of God, can we see God. When we see Jesus, we can see God. Remember when the disciples asked Jesus, Jesus, just show us the Father. Let us see the Father and that'll suffice. And what did Jesus say? Have I not been with you? enough yet to know that I'm in the father the father's in me we're one in other words you're looking at him right Jesus said when you see me you see God the only way to see God clearly for who he is because how many of us know a lot of people see God in a really wonky way right I mean when people say God that doesn't necessarily mean the real God or when even people say God referring to the real God, that doesn't mean they see him right. How many of us saw God in a wonky way before? I know that the more I get to know him, the more I realize, Lord, I didn't see you right. But in order to see God clearly, we must have the light of Jesus. Jesus, the word, brings the only light by which we can see God. And in reality... The only way we can see the world clearly is through Jesus Christ because he created it. We just read it in John 1. All things were created by the word. The only way to see the world the way we should see it, the way God intends us to see it, is by the word of God, by Jesus, 
the light, only through Christ. Psalm 36, 9 says this, for with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. In your light, we see light. Jesus was very, uh, very, very, very intent about uh, telling the people who were following him, make sure that your light is right. Okay, what, what, what's our light? Our eyes, the way we see things, light, okay? And Jesus, Jesus, Jesus said, make sure that your light isn't darkness. Make sure that your light isn't darkness because sometimes people think that they see, but they're not, they're not seeing right. Again, I've been there. Have you ever come to see something differently and you go, wow, I really used to see that wrong. In, let's go back to Psalm 36 there. It says, in your light, we see light. Come on, his light is the right light. In order to see God clearly, in order to see the world clearly, we need the light of God. John uh, chapter 8, Jesus himself spoke and said to the people once more, I am the light. Not just for you, disciples, but the light of the world. Not a light. Come on now. That's a lot of lights out there. There's a lot of philosophy. There's a lot of teaching. There's a lot of religion. Come on. That claims to be a light for people to see. But Jesus said clearly, I am the light of the world, the whole world. And if you, what? If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness. Listen, you won't have to try to see in the dark. And that's the way so many people live. They don't have the light of Christ. We've all been there, right? They're trying to see. They're trying to see things the way they should see them, but they can't. We can't see it. Because we need the light to see in the darkness. And if you follow me, Jesus said, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to what? Life. The light that leads to life. Not only do we see through Jesus the light, but the light leads us to, to what? Life. The word brings light. And the word brings life. John 14, 6, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth. By the way, that's a reference to the light right there. The way, the truth, that's the light, okay? The way, like to see which way to go, right? The truth, to properly discern truth. That's the light. That's the what? The way and the truth is a reference to the light, but then he says, and the Life, the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. Only in following Jesus do we truly come to life. 
What is the life? Listen, he didn't just say, I'm the way, the truth, and life. He said, the life. What might that mean? Well, he gave us the answer right there. The life is coming to the Father. That's the life. That's why Jesus said the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come to give you abundant life. Abundant life is the life we were created to experience. The life we were created with. You and I were created in the image of God. And the life, real life comes to us. We come to life when we come to the Father. And Jesus said, I'm making the way. In fact, the only way to the Father is through me. The only, way through, the only way to the life, which is the Father, is through me, the light. Jesus is the way to God because he is God. Jesus is the light by which we can see God clearly because he is God. And we can only come into relationship with God as our Father When we see the Father and come to the Father through Jesus who is the light. Jesus is the light that brings us to the life. Because outside of the life of God, we are all dying. Outside of the life of God, we will all permanently die. You say, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in hell. You ought to read the Bible before you make that type of conjecture. If anybody talked about hell and eternal death, it was was Jesus, the light, (laughs) the truth. Disconnected, when we're disconnected because of sin from the life of God, we are dying. That's why God told Adam and Eve, if you take this into your hands, if you take the the, the knowledge of good and evil into your own hands, you'll surely die. Did they immediately die? They began to die, and then they died, right? When we are disconnected, when we're out of relationship with the Father, out of the life of God, we are dying and will eventually die. But when we're connected to the life, come on, say the life. The life of God, we're going to live eternally. When we put our faith in Jesus Christ and make a decision to make Jesus Christ the Lord of our life, when we follow Jesus, the Bible says we're born again. And it's into a life that will never end. If you are born again, if you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, you're connected to the life of God and you will live forever. Because the word brings light. And the word brings life. Now come on somebody. Who's the word? So Jesus brings us light. And Jesus brings us life. Taking all of this into account. We come to Christology. What is it? (laughs) Okay, no more holding on. Anybody know what ology means? Of course we know Christ, Christ. Obviously talking about Jesus Christ. But do you know what ology means? 
the study of or or literally in the literal sense of that construction ology means the reason why the reason why geology is the reason why the earth and the tectonic plates and mountains and all that work the way they do it's the reason why that's geology meteorology is the reason why it rains snows sleets hails hurricanes tornadoes sunnies windies Ooh, windies no it's the reason why and listen who is the creator of all things Christ, the Word of God, Christology. He's the reason why. He's the reason why for everything. I think it's pretty important to learn Christ, right? Not to learn about Christ. That's good, but a lot of people know about Christ and don't know Christ. This year, that is not our goal. Our goal, our aim is not to know more about Christ. We will know more about Christ. But as we know more about him, we're going to know him. As we learn about him, we're going to learn him like you would learn a guitar, right? You learn about what to do, and then you do it. You learn it. We're going to learn him so we can live like him. So we can be in relationship with the Father like Jesus Christology is the reason why. Christ, the reason why everything. From cover to cover, from Genesis to Revelation, every single word of God is Christ and is the reason why. Every story, every chapter, every verse, he's there. He's the reason why is said what is said. Come on, say, Jesus Christ, the reason why. Christology. And this year, we're going to give our full focus to that, knowing Christ through the word. Knowing Christ through the word, every book, every chapter, every story. And that brings us to our, you know, every year we, we have a theme verse that we all learn by memory. We typically Uh, say it together every Sunday. So this year, this is going to be our 2023 theme verse. If we could get it there, let's read it all together. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Revelation 1, 8. Let's do that again together. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Revelation 1, 8. Now you try. I... Take it off the screen. Ready? Still there. That doesn't count. Ready? I am. How about in Spanish? In Espanol. Soy el alfa y la omega. El principio y el fin. Apocalipsis 1.8. The hardest word in all of it is apocalipsis. You say revelation in Spanish is called the apocalypse? It sure is. All right. 
<laughs> Ready? Let's, let's read it together again. Yo soy el alfa y la omega, el principio y el fin. Apocalipsis 1.8. Give yourselves a hand. Now to really give yourselves a hand, oh, that's what I was going to say, take it off the screen. Ready? Yo soy el You deserve a bigger hand now. All right. <laughs> so this year, because Jesus is the beginning, Christ is the beginning, he is the end. In fact, he has no beginning and he has no end. Come on, somebody. We learned this already a few weeks ago. The Bible is one thing. It has a beginning and the end. But the word of God, Christ, has no beginning and has no end. It'll never be exhausted. We'll never get to the end of knowing him. He is not just words that are written down. He is alive. Not only was he born as the son of God, but he died as the lamb of God. And then he resurrected, right, as the king of all kings and ascended back to the father. And listen, Christ himself, the word of God, upholds everything in creation. Everything was made and everything is upheld by the word of God. And that is Christ himself. This year. This year, as we read through the Bible, if we can get on the screen, this is our, our goal. This is our motto. We are finding Jesus from cover to cover. Let's say it again. We are finding Jesus from cover to cover. Este año, al leer la Biblia, estaremos descubriendo a Jesucristo de principio a fin. This is Christology. This is Christology. And this year, we're going to give ourselves completely to this. I want to encourage you as you read your Bible on, the own, on your own. Don't just read it. Look for Jesus. You mean even in Job? Oh, yeah, he's there. Like he's really there. Even in all of the stuff and numbers and the bodily discharges and in Leviticus and the genealogies and the strange imagery and prophecy in Ezekiel, he's there from beginning to end, from cover to cover, de principio a fin. Jesus, Christ, Christ is the reason why. Just before we do something uh, special to end our service today, we're going to have a time of worship. And in fact, we're going to, I'm going to invite those of you that would like, we're going to take communion together here in a few minutes because we don't, we don't want to know about him. We want to know him. We want to partake of him. Amen. But first, have you discovered the light and the life that's in Christ? For the next minute or two, I want to ask no one getting up and down, no one going in and out, just for a minute in respect for the presence of God in one another. 
If you wouldn't mind, everyone bow your head and close your eyes. Have you discovered light and life in Jesus Christ? Listen, this is important. Are you in relationship with God through Jesus Christ? Are you still in relationship? Maybe you have never been in relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Or maybe you used to be, but you haven't really been walking with Him lately. It's important not to just come into relationship. You have to stay in relationship with Christ. If not, the light goes out. And the life, well, we get disconnected from it. Jesus Christ is light. Jesus Christ is life. It will mean nothing for you to try to read the Bible this year if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ because it's in Him that all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden. You have to be in Him. Right now with everyone's head bowed and every eye closed, if you need today to come into relationship with God through Christ, whether you've never made this decision before or maybe you have but you've you've kind of gotten away from God and today you need to come home. I just want to invite everyone in the room to pray something like this with me. Come on, it's not about repeating my words, but if you call out to him from your heart, he will save you. Come on, let's pray together. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the light and you are the life. I believe you came to give me light and you died on the cross in my place to forgive me and to redeem me back to life. Jesus, I put my faith in my trust in you. Jesus, save me. Jesus, send your Holy Spirit to live in me. I wanna follow you. I wanna live in the light. In Jesus Christ, I receive eternal life. Jesus, teach me to know the Father. Holy Spirit, teach me to know Jesus. Come on, this is a prayer for all of us. This year, Lord Jesus, we want to know you. We really, really want to know you. We make a decision today to take a dive into our relationship with you, to not stand along the banks just contemplating you, but to take a dive into Jesus. We give our whole hearts and our whole attention to this, Lord. May this year we know you more than ever before in Jesus' name. Come on, just very, very briefly before we continue with worship and take communion. Everyone's head still bowed and everyone's eyes closed. I just want to know, did anybody make that decision today? Whether it was the first time or you decided to come back to him. If that was you, would you just lift your hand and wave at me? You could put it up and down real quick. I just want to know who that was. Okay. All right. Anybody else say, that was me. I made that decision to follow Jesus today or to come home to him. You can open your eyes. Just take a look at the screen. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. If that was anybody... A few made that decision today. If that was you, if you would just right now, you could take out your phone. That number on the screen is the same number on the magnet behind your chair. Just text the word right now, Jesus, to that number. And we're going to send you a video that explains more about what it means 
to follow Jesus Christ. What the decision you just made means and what you ought to do next. And maybe you're like, I didn't raise my hand or I don't know if I made that decision or I think so, but I'm not sure. I really just need to know more about it. Just text Jesus and we'll send you this video and it'll explain to you a little more, a little better about following Jesus and what you ought to do next. With that, we can all stand to our feet and the worship team can come on back up. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really believe God spoke to you through his word today and is moving in your life. If you'd like more information about Encounter Church or you'd like to give your tithes and offerings, you can visit our website at EncounterChurchAtlanta.org. I'd also like to invite you to share this message on social media. Thanks again.